Okay, guys, we are in Daf Yud Aleph Amud Aleph. Um, it's an interesting Amud today. Okay, we are at the top. <laughs> Where's the Rapapa? Okay, we were talking about traveling in the road and different difficulties traveling in the road. So Rapapa, Koparsa, Raparsa, Asa, Chada, Rifta. Rapapa, every parsa, he would eat a loaf of bread. Okay, we were just talking about the dangers of eating a lot on the journey. For Rapapa, we just eat a ton. He thought the whole reason for not eating was because of the intestinal digestive issues. Rashi points out on the fourth line of Rashi, The whole issue of the eat is because of the uh, digestive. He wasn't worried about it because or maybe Baal Basar, but he was a very heavy fellow. Okay, and therefore, uh, uh, or in or Rechava, he had a big belly. So he had a big belly, so I guess he wasn't so worried about, <laughs> I don't know what that's his name. Anyway, okay, that's, neither here nor there. It means he was rich. Right, there you go. I'm Rabbi Marav. Uh, Rabbi Yudha Marav, very interesting idea here. Kolam Arifat Smok Bishnei Ra'avon Nisami Mito Mishuna. The idea is if a person in the time of Ra'avon, in the time of famine, is Ma'iv himself, they starve themselves. I mean, not literally starve. That means you reduce the amount of food you eat, you will be saved from an unusual death. Rashi says, unusual death, what's that? Meit b'cherev u'b'ra'av mechom mitah she'ena b'dei malach ha'mavet. Very interesting Rashi, he says that Amita Mashuna means dying by the sword, or by hunger, or anything that's not through the angel of death. Which is sort of interesting, right? Because like, you normally think like every death is the angel of death. Apparently not. Only like normal, like regular deaths, quote unquote, but not these. So that's what you'll be saved for. Same from. Shnemar Barav Patcha Mimavet. It says, with Rav, you'll be saved from death. Gemara says, May Rav Mibayle. It should have said, from Rav, you'll be uh, saved from death. Elahachi uh, Gamar, rather this is what it means to say then, why does it say Birav? Bishar, through the reward, or uh, right, the merish of Mariv Atzmobish, that you hold back and don't eat so much in the uh, hunger years, Nisomi Mitamushuna. Okay? You will be saved from Mitamushuna, from unusual death. Okay? Rashi says here, Bishar Shemitz Eretzmok, Shi Yisrael Batsar. The idea is that even if you can afford it, this is what I'm trying to say, even if you can afford to eat during this time, because B'nai Yisrael are suffering, and it's inappropriate to indulge yourself at the time, you have to participate in some sense with the Tsar of the Tzibor. It's about being sensitive during times of difficulty. And unfortunately, that is something that we, I'm sure we can all relate to in uh, the current situation. Now, Amar says, On a similar idea, Rishagir says it's prohibited for a person to engage in marital relations during time of uh, famine. As it says, That Yosef had two sons before the arrival of the years of hunger, implying that, yeah, Yosef had two sons, but that's the only two sons Yosef had because once the years of hunger came, then basically it was inappropriate to engage in relations. Again, it's Again, this idea of sort of indulging. Tana, it says as follows in the Brayta, Chasuche Banim, or when another version says Chisur Banim, Mishamshim Mitutem Bishat Rebun. People who are lacking children, though, are allowed to engage in sexual relations during the time of famine. Rashi says, uh, yeah, they haven't fulfilled Peruvu yet, and therefore they, they don't, they're not absolved from that mitzvah. Uh, for this nice ideal, let's say. Okay. Tana Rabbanan. Bismanji Yisrael Shuri Mitzar Upi Reish Achamem 
Um, if people are, if, if, if the Israel are in a time of difficulty, and one person separates himself from the, the Tibor, in a sense, the Rebbe says, I'm not going to engage in the difficulties, I'm going to do my own thing. So there's two angels that escort a person, place their hands on his head, and they say, this person who separated himself from the Tzibor, he will not see the comfort of the Tzibor. Meaning that you only get to enjoy the good times if you're willing to also go through the bad times. And it's a really beautiful idea, I think here, about recognizing these difficult times, and you should uh, participate in that, okay? Uh, okay. Tanya Ida, there's another bride. Bishmash Tzibor Sharu Al Yomar Adam, when the person, when the, when the tzibur is going through a difficult time, a person should not say, I'll go to my house, and I'll eat and I'll drink, everything will be fine. Okay, meaning like, don't, you can't ignore the reality around you. Maybe sometimes we want to do that. Sometimes you see difficult times, you want to just sort of like bury your head in the sand, crawl up in bed, put the bank over your head, and ignore it. You're not allowed to do that. And if you do that, the Pasuk says about him, that's what does the guy say? This is the person says, hey, you know, there's like kind of fun, fun times, joy, happiness. I'll, I'll kill some cattle. I'll slaughter some sheep. I'll eat meat. I'll drink wine. Eating and drinking. Because tomorrow we're going to die. Right? Meaning like, eat, drink, and be merry. Right? Like, what are we going to do? Like, the difficult times, I just have to deal with the here and now. I'll, I'll, right? That, that's what a person would be tempted to do. What does it say after that? What does it say uh, it will be revealed in the ears of God. If this could be atoned, this sin could be atoned until you die. Okay? So meaning like, it's a very severe thing to do, and don't do that. Okay. This is the midah of regular people. Okay, Rashi says, People who are afraid of death. But it's written, same idea, right? That's the same, right? That I'm going to take some wine and drink my uh, uh, alcohol, right? Beer, and it will be like, uh, be like this tomorrow. It means all the same. Makti patre. What does it say after that? Hatzadik aved ve'en ish sam aled kimipne hara'a ne'esaf hatzadik. Okay, meaning that the tzadik is gone and no one pays attention to you because of the evil that tzadik has been killed. Meaning the idea is that uh, look, Rashi says hatzadik aved. Why does this person die? Okay, so you're not going to, you can't, if you don't participate, then you're going to be, uh, meet a, 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 a terrible end, that's it. Okay, Ella, rather, Vigmar says, Rather, a person should uh, suffer with the Tibur. This is what we find by Moshe. He also suffered along with the Tibur. It says, and this is the talking about the uh, the first war with Amalek when they left the tribe. The day Moshe Kfedim, the hands of Moshe were heavy. They took a rock, placed it underneath him, and he sat on it. Gemara says, Well, Moshe didn't have a pillow or a cushion to sit, to sit to be a little more comfortable, but they had to sit in a rock. Why is it in the rock? 
Rather, this is what Moshe said. They're in Sar, they're suffering, they're fighting in the battle right now. Moshe is very old at that point, right? Moshe can't fight the battle. But what you can do is participate with the Tsar. Anybody who participates with the Tibor in the Tsar part is going to merit to see the comfort of the Tibor. Uh, as well. Okay, so again, this is like sort of like super apropos for our current situation. This doesn't mean you have to be suffering, okay, at the same time. It means that you should have to you know, identify and you know, to some extent, you know, recognize what's going on and, uh, and not to overly indulge ourselves. It doesn't mean you can't ever have a good time or play a game of ping pong or something like that. It doesn't mean that. But what it means is you shouldn't be callous to the reality around us. So even if we're not the ones going through the particular tsar in a physical way, nonetheless, we can identify and do small things that can help the, uh, the situation. Okay, and then we'll be zocher to see the nechama as well. Now, maybe a person will say, yeah, well, who's going to testify against me? Who's going to know? Right? These are all things I do privately in my own house or privately in my own room. So who's going to know if I do these things or not? The stones of his house and the beams of his house testify against him. Shnei Marja says in Chabakuk, Ki even mekir tizak. Okay, like basically, like the rocks will scream out from the walls and the uh, uh, from the from the the wood from the beams will answer. Okay, so the idea is that like meaning like your house will tell will tell on you and uh, don't think you can get away with it just because you are doing it in private. Today, Rabbi Sheila Amar Amre Shnei Malachi Yasharit Hamalavin Lo Adam Hem Neidinalav. They say the two Malachi Yasharit. Second time they came up today, right? There's two Malachi Yasharit that uh, escort the person. They're going to be the ones testifying against you. Shnei Mar Ki Malachav Yitzave Lach. Malachim will Yitzave. Literally means that means like command. It means like they can tell on you. Rabbi Chivko Amar Nishma Toshel Adamu Midelav. A person's soul will testify against him. Shnei Mar Mishuchevet Chekha Shemor Pitre Picha. The thing that sits like in your chest. That's going to be guard the. Uh, the openings of your mouth. Some people say your limbs are going to testify. Okay. Yeah, so that's the idea. Basically, participate and don't think you're going to get away with it. You know, whatever. Okay. Now, Avel. Um, this passage says God is uh, uh, trustworthy and in Abba there's no bad. So, what can you trust in God? The same way that God is going to punish the Rishayim in Olam Haba, even for a very light sin that they perform. Okay, meaning this is a, this is a perspective that suggests that maybe why do Rishayim see good in this world and Sadiqim maybe don't. So the idea would be that Rishayim get all the good, all the reward taken care of in this world and they're going to suffer in the world to come. That's a one perspective you see in the Shas. Okay, so that's what happens to Rishayim. So the same thing happens that the Sadiqim get punished in, the, in this world for a light sin, show sin. So that's that's Kalamuna. Uh, so like you can trust in God that like ultimately the ultimate justice is going to be taken care of, even if we don't see it in this world. Okay, that's one uh, that's one concept. The in avel does mean it's not avel. Avel means again like stuff that's like sort of uh, um, unjust. Just as we reward sadikim in olam haba, right in the next world, even for a small miss Okay, so too, when it comes to Rishayim, they get rewarded even for a small thing in this world. And again, that's the flip side of the same uh, idea. 
The next pasuk says Sadiq v'yasharhu that he's Sadiq and uh, he's righteous and straight. Uh, they say as follows: Bishat, very interesting idea here, uh, which we've heard, heard it before, but here's a great source for it. Bishat pirato shal adam levet olamo. When a person passes away, koma asav. It says here, probably not niftar, it should be nifratim, are detailed. Prat is a detail. All his actions are detailed lifanav. So, you know, we have sort of this, like, you know, uh, we talk about, like, you're going to see a video of your whole life, you know? So this is the idea right here. You're going to see all your actions, your whole life put before you. This is what you did in this place and that day. And he has to say, hein, yes. He accepts it. Yes, I do it. I did. And he has to uh, sign off on it. And he has to sign off. And the hand of each person, he will sign. Meaning you sign off on what you do. Not only does he sign off of it, but he has to be Mazdik the Din. Mazdik the Din says, meaning he says as follows. And he says uh, to them, Okay, that you've judged me properly. Meaning don't just say like, yeah, I agree, I did those things. But you even have to say like, thank you, you, know, you judged me properly. Like, you're right, I'm wrong. You know, I have to sort of say that. Okay, uh, Why? Uh, this refers to the which it says in Tehillim, that you'll be like a righteous in your speech, that you have to like accept what you're, uh, what you did. Okay, so that is a very famous. So just to summarize a little bit, and some of this I got to hear, they were talking about uh, understanding to be participating with the tzibur and the suffering they go through, and that will lead to being able to celebrate and rejo- you know and, and be comforted with the tzibur when things are good. Similarly, uh, I'm sorry, and, and if you do that. Um, if you do the wrong thing, you're going to be found out anyway, so you can't hide what you've done privately. Also, this idea that uh, everything we do basically gets, account- we have to take account- uh, accounting for, ultimately. And that also, maybe explains, right, like the tzaddik and rasha, sometimes you see rasha'im up and tzaddikim down, and that's very distressing. This perspective in the Gemara here is saying that it's because the tzaddikim will delay their reward for Olam Haba, whereas rasha'im get all their rewards used up here. Okay, now we have a very famous idea and discussion about the value of fasting in general and, uh, and asceticism. So we'll see like this. The Gemara tells us as follows. Last um, uh, Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says like this. Kol ta'anit nikra Shmuel has a famous statement here that whoever is engaged in ta'anit, in fasting, meaning on a regular basis, not in times that maybe Tibor declares to fast, which we're talking about, but on his own, he just sort of like generally likes to engage in ta'anit. He's called a sinner. Why? Savar Kihai Tana. He holds like the following Tana. Did Tanya, as it is uh, taught in the Brita, right? In, the, in the, the classic example of sort of like of asceticism in the Torah is the case of the Nazir. Okay, so the Nazir who decides to take a vow not to have wine and uh, and to let the hair grow long. So that's the person who is sort of like you know uh, uh, withdrawing from the physical world in some sense. And there's a famous machlokin about this idea. What does it mean it says in the passage about the Nazir? He has to atone for himself because he has sinned. What did this person sin? The answer is that he withheld himself, suffering not to enjoy wine. So we can make a kalvachomer. Well, this guy who only withheld himself from one thing, from wine, and yet he's called a chote, he's called a sinner. Somebody who withholds all things, or many things, all the more so they're called a sinner. Okay, guys, it's an interesting contrast, right, to the Gemara that we had earlier. Right, at times of famine, you are supposed to withhold a little bit. Right, you are supposed to have a little bit of tar. But regular times, no. Okay, that's his opinion. 
That's the first. That's the Tana Kama. Rabbi Lazar no. Rabbi Lazar says he's not called a Chotei Mikra Kadosh. He's called a holy person. Shnemar Kadosh Yeh Kadol Perase Arosho. He will be a holy person as his hair grows long. And then we have the same Kabbal Chomer, just in a reverse way. Umaze Shalotzi Aratzmo Elamidavarachan Mikra Kadosh. If this guy who's only withheld one thing. Only wine, and he's called a kadosh. If you hold himself back and suffer from all things, then all the more so you're even kadosh. It's a big machloka here in the uh, in the uh, in the brayta here, and we know Shmuel seems to have taken a stand uh, according to the first opinion. That he said you're not supposed to hold things back. That's why you're not supposed to fast regularly. Gemara says, wait a second. Really, Shmuel ha'ikri kadosh. But according to Shmuel, what are you going to say? The guy, the puzzle still says he's called a kadosh. How do you explain that? Gemara says, no. Who agidul parakai? That's talking about the gidul para that the hair that's growing long that's kadosh. But the the concept in general is not it's not so great. Okay, and then the gemara says. Um, According to Rabbi Lazar, who said that he's a Kadosh, but you still have to acknowledge that the guy's called uh, a Chotei also in the, in the Pasuk, so the, the Torah itself is sort of contradictory. He says, no, Ahu, to Sa'ib Nafsheh. The Chotei is somebody who is a Sa'ib Nafsheh, somebody who is uh, indulging himself while he is a Nazir. Meaning that if while you're a Nazir, you indulge in wine, that is a sin, right? So he's like violated the terms of his own Nazirut. But it's not the, it's not the essential idea that he's a Nazir, that's a Chotei. It's in the context he could potentially be a Chotei. Okay? Um, so I think we're going to pause there and we'll continue with that idea tomorrow. But so far we have this Machloket about the nature of asceticism. Is it really a positive thing or a negative thing? We'll stop there. Shkoch.